Has LeBron James played in his last NBA basketball game? The Lakers superstar hints at a possible retirement. Plus, the Laker exit interviews were today. What are some of the biggest takeaways? There's a lot to talk about here tonight, so let's get right into it. What's up, Laker fam? Welcome to the Laker Hand podcast. I am your host, of course, Laker Hand. I am joined by the one, the only, my favorite co-host in the entire world, Laker Dad. Dad, huge news. Um, After the Lakers got swept last night in the Western Conference Finals by the Denver Nuggets, LeBron gives his post-game interview and says he has to think about his plans next season and hinted that he may actually be considering retiring. What are your thoughts on this? Well, Hannah, I think LeBron caught everybody off guard last night. Uh, you know, I don't think anybody suspected that LeBron was thinking about retiring. And Hannah, I think the odds are, and we'll talk about some of the other possibilities, but the odds are he was just sad and frustrated and upset about losing the way the Lakers lost. I think LeBron really thought that the Lakers might make it all the way this year. I mean, they really played well against Memphis and against Golden State. I don't think anybody could have predicted they were going to get swept by the Denver Nuggets. Uh, And he was probably disappointed. You know, he was close to that brass ring again and didn't quite get there. So odds are he was just, you know, frustrated and disappointed and, and, you know, needed some time to reflect. Yeah, I mean, obviously emotions were running high. I think LeBron and this team had kind of championship expectations. They definitely saw that they, you know, could really make a a wave there and maybe potentially win a title. So definitely was really frustrating to, of course, get swept in the Western Conference Finals. So obviously, you know, emotions were running high. But, you know, listen, I could also argue that if you're LeBron, you're thinking, hey, I just made it to the Western Conference Finals. I went out having just one assist shy of a triple-double, scored 40 points. Um, You know, I'm now the NBA's leading scorer. I broke a ton of NBA records this year. I'm really going out on top. Uh, My body is wearing down. Obviously, we all know that foot injury has bothered him. He also reportedly has a lot of scar tissue in his ankles that if he were to play next season, he'd have to get surgery in the offseason for. So if I'm LeBron, I could understand where his thoughts are kind of leading him to think, should I just kind of pull the plug while I'm out on top or do I want to continue to to play and maybe uh, go out not playing at the top of my game? Yeah, Hannah, you know, there's a lot of, you know, logic behind what you just said. And a lot of people would feel that way if they were in LeBron's position. LeBron has absolutely nothing else to play for. He's accomplished everything. He's done everything. As you said, he you know he passed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar this season for being the NBA's top all-time leading scorer. I think that was a record that he was really hanging around to get, and he's gotten it now. And you know, there's something to be said for going out on top. Uh, you know, he's 38 years old. He's going to be 39 next year. Very, very few players ever go that long. You know, maybe it's time to ride into the sunset, you know, before his body completely breaks down. I I don't know, Hannah. I don't think that's the way it's going to end. But if it did, you know, I would have to respect that decision. Yeah, it would definitely be uh, really shocking, to be honest with you. And I, if I had to take a guess, I would say... I'm pretty sure LeBron plays next season. But listen, you know, like you said, he doesn't really have anything else to play for besides 
uh, winning another NBA championship. And could the Lakers really do that, Dad? I mean, we're going to kind of have to talk a little bit about that. Obviously, this team that uh, we got once the the trade deadline passed is a really special team. You know, what they did uh, post-trade deadline is almost unheard of. It's pretty much history. I mean, they absolutely went from a team that was not even going to make the play-in to all of a sudden one of the best teams in the NBA going all the way to the Western Conference Finals. So you think, listen, if we're able to kind of keep this team intact for the most part, maybe add in, uh, you know, a couple new players, could the Lakers actually, you know, go all the way with a training camp with more time playing together? You know, that's kind of a, a little bit of an argument there. You know, Hannah, it's hard to tell. Uh, but I don't know. I, the, the Lakers still need AD and LeBron to lead them to a championship if that's what it's going to be. And I keep thinking to myself, do they really have in, in, in them at this point in their careers, you know, LeBron James entering their his 21st season, Anthony Davis, who's kind of an old 30, you know, who kind of breaks down a lot every year. Do you think these guys really have enough in the tank? to lead the Lakers to another title. I have my serious doubts about it, which means they're going to have to really get some, you know, big-time acquisitions this summer. I'm not saying they have to go out with a Kyrie Irving or something, but they're going to have to make some significant tweaks, I think, if they want to get back to where they got this year. Yeah, I kind of have a feeling that this offseason, the Lakers are going to try to go, you know, all in to get another superstar because also from what I've heard, LeBron wants to kind of be the second option. He doesn't really want to have to be the guy who, you know, leads the team every single night. I think he was hoping AD would do it, but as we all know, AD just can't do it consistently. Uh, so I think the Lakers are really going to try to get, you know, a, a third superstar. Now, Dad, let's talk a little bit about um, the Laker exit interviews because I think a lot of people are thinking, you know, listen, if the Lakers want to have any chance at winning a championship, yeah, we probably have to add in a few pieces. I think we got to get another center. Uh, I think that's pretty apparent. Uh, there are some question marks on the whole point guard situation. Should we bring D'Angelo Russell back? Should we go get Kyrie Irving? Should we go get someone else? Uh, but for the most part... I think people can agree that if the Lakers want to have any chance next season at making another run for the title, they have to try to keep this team as much intact as possible. And from what I gathered in, you know, listening to Rob Palinka and, and Darvin Ham's exit interviews today, they kind of know that as well. And they're really trying to, or at least their plan at the moment, is to try to keep this team intact and try to run it back next season with, of course, the addition of, you know, a few pieces here or there. You know, Hannah, that was the big takeaway from today's exit interviews. Uh, Darvin Ham and Rob Palinka making it clear that their goal is to bring back as much of this group that they had at the close of the season, bring back as many of those players next year as possible. Now, you know, could that just be blowing smoke? You know, as we know, our, our former favorite, Kyle Kuzma, immediately tweeted after that that, you know, hey, I've heard that before, uh, which is kind of funny because that's what Palenka was saying a few years ago when the Lakers had that young core. But, uh, you know, I, I, I who knows if he means it this year, but... You know, meaning it and doing it are two different things. The Lakers only have three players under contract for next year, as far as I know. They have uh, LeBron and AD, and I think Max Christie. Maybe Jared Vanderbilt, although I think the club, uh, the Lakers have a, a, a club option on him. So it, it's, you know, as the Lakers have been doing for 10 years now, every year it's a totally new roster. Everybody's on a one-year deal. Everybody's a free agent. So it's going to take some real wizardry on the part of Rob Palinka to, to reunite this team and to bring them all back. But it sounds at least like that's his intent. 
Yeah, and you know, that's been one of the Lakers' biggest problems every season is the fact that we go into every season, at least the last couple years, with an entirely new roster. And we all know it takes time to really build that chemistry and to get things, you know, in in a smooth gel. And we're just really lucky that at the trade deadline, all those new pieces kind of came together the way they did, because normally it takes a long time. And that's one of the things that you can really kind of give the Denver Nuggets. What gave them the huge advantage in the series is the fact that they had been together for years. Besides the addition of KCP, uh, that was a team that, had you know, had a lot of experience, a lot of playing time together. They were very comfortable with each other. They had a lot of chemistry, and it really showed out there. So if I'm the Lakers, I'm thinking, listen, we just had a really good season. Uh, where We got to the Western Conference Finals. I'm going to try my best to bring back as many pieces as possible. Dad, obviously starting with Austin Reeves and uh, Rui Hachimura, I think those are two guys that the Lakers absolutely have to try their best to bring back. Well, Hannah, I think the Lakers are certainly going to try to bring back Austin Reeves. And, you know, honestly, I have a feeling that there's a lot, even a lot more to Austin Reeves, as well as he played this year and as amazing uh, a season as he had. I think he's got an even higher ceiling if they give him more to do, if they press him more. For example, at the end of that game last night against Denver, you know, when LeBron, you know, kept trying to make shots and, and didn't make them, I would be willing to bet, we'll never know, if if he had handed the ball to Austin Reeves and the Lakers needed a basket, I would have been willing to bet that Austin Reeves would have gotten that basket. So, you know, but if you don't try, if you don't give the young guy that chance, you know, you're never going to know. But the bottom line is Reeves is one of those guys who's fearless, he's cocky, uh, he, you know, he's a multidimensional player, and I, I think they desperately know that they've got to bring him back. The problem is... There are all kinds of rumors about San Antonio Spurs are going to come after him and the Houston Rockets are going to come after him, and they both got a lot of cap space. So we're just going to have to see, you know, when, when you live by the free agent, you die by the free agent, and we've got a bunch of free agents on this team now, and I think Rob Polinka wants to run it back, but whether he'll be able to pull it off, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, and obviously Austin in his uh, exit interview today said he loved being here, he loved being a Laker, it's like his family, he wants to stay here, but of course, you know, he's also uh, a businessman, and I'm sure his agents as well, if they get you know, a big, humongous contract from another team. It's going to be really hard to to turn that down and potentially take less money to come play for the Lakers. But also, uh, you really never know. I think uh, it's going to be a big question mark. Obviously, though, I think he's definitely going to be at the top of the list for them to try to re-sign. Uh, but can they do that and add another player like Kyrie Irving or, you know, even there have been reports and rumors lately, Trey Young wants to try to come and uh, play for the Purple and Gold. So could the Lakers add another superstar and also keep Austin Reeves and potentially Rui Hachimura. Instead, I know Austin's at the top of your list, and he's at the top of mine as well, but I still would really like them to uh, to bring Rui back as well. Yeah, I, I think Rui really showed how valuable he can be in the playoffs. He was excellent in the playoffs, and he's got the sort of big body he can shoot. Yeah, I think he's a guy they definitely want to bring back. But, you know, there's other question marks on this team. I mean, what do you do with Dennis Schroeder? What do you do with, the, you know, I think the big one is, of course, is D'Angelo Russell. Uh, because Russell made over $30 million this year. It's kind of hard to believe. And, you know, he's going to want another big contract. And I, I think despite how disastrous the playoffs were, you know, I, I don't think the Lakers would necessarily be opposed to signing D'Lo again. I don't know that they want to give him a long-term contract. 
But, you know, Malik Beasley made $16 million a year. Now, I know his stint with the Lakers was not successful, but, you know, maybe with a, with a, with a training camp and another season, maybe they would want to bring him back and hope that he can find his shot. There's just all kinds of question marks. See, D'Angelo Russell is the one player that I highly doubt will be coming back. Um, also because I've heard a lot of reports that LeBron and him reportedly just didn't really mesh well together. LeBron apparently is not a huge fan of him. Now, maybe those are just rumors, but um, especially because, like you said, that huge $30 million contract did not play that well. I think they have their eyes on another player like Kyrie um, or trying to get someone else. I don't think they're going to they're gonna re-sign D'Lo, especially because as we saw in the playoffs, the Lakers were much better with that lineup that featured, you know, Dennis Schroeder, LeBron, AD, um, you know, and, and Rui. So I think uh, I would be pretty darn surprised if D'Angelo Russell came back as a Laker. He's the one guy that I'm pretty sure is going to leave. Hannah, don't get sucked in by all the rumors. The Lakers really don't have the money to sign Kyrie Irving. And if they did sign Kyrie Irving, who's most likely going to resign with Dallas, but, but if they did sign him, there goes everybody else. You know, there's all the cap space is now gone, you know, with three players again. It's, it's kind of like revisiting the Russell Westbrook situation. So I, I think it's a real long shot. Also, Trey Young has a massive contract. I, I think it's just highly unlikely. But if they do decide to move on from D'Angelo Russell, they're going to have to find a point guard, and that's not that easy to find. I mean, they've got uh, Austin Reeves, and he, he's kind of a hybrid between a point guard and a shooting guard. But, you know, they're going to need another reliable guard on that team. I think Schroeder is a guy who would be coming off the bench if they resign him. You know, I don't think Lonnie Walker will be back, but I guess you never know. But again, I don't see him projected as a starter. They're going to need, I think, a, a real point guard. And where you get that person in the offseason is, is unknown at this time. Well, D'Angelo doesn't even consider himself a point guard if you listen to all of his interviews. Uh, Dad, though, you know, you're totally right. It's going to be a really interesting off season with the Lakers there's always a million and one rumors so Laker fam even though uh the Lakers aren't playing basketball there's still going to be plenty to talk about off the court we're kind of just getting into it obviously with free agency is going to be here you know really before you know it so I know a lot of you guys on Twitter were actually saying you know thank you so much look forward to you know listening to your podcast next season but you guys we're still, there is really no off-season uh, when you're a Laker fan, so we're still going to be doing these shows for you guys at least three, four, maybe even five times a week like normal. So it's still business as usual for a Laker hand and Laker dad. But I think that is going to be it for today's show. Let me know, what did you think of LeBron's post-game comments last night? Do you think he's ready to uh, throw in the towel and retire? Let me know. You can tweet me. My Twitter's at Hannah underscore Kulik. And, of course, you can also always message me on Instagram. My Instagram's at Hannah Rose Kulik. Until next time, Laker Han and Laker Dad are out. Bye, everyone.